Happy Easter, and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's resurrection, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Easter message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. Thank you, Lord. This morning, I would like to encourage all of you with the message of the Resurrection Sunday. And I hope that this message will encourage all of you to have more faith and to know and experience the power of resurrection. I would like to read from the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 10. This is what the Apostle Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your word. We pray, Father, that today we will understand more about the power of resurrection and all of your people in this room and people who have not known you yet will know you and will experience the power of resurrection for themselves, Lord. We thank you, Father. May your Holy Spirit Teach us today, anoint me to deliver this message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Resurrection Sunday is a special day of celebration for believers. In fact, we can celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ as believers every day because Jesus is still alive. We don't pick only one Sunday to celebrate. Every day we wake up. We thank God that Jesus is still alive, and He's still alive in us, and He's still alive on earth here for every believer. In fact, I was not growing up in a Christian home, and in Thailand, we practice the condition called animism. Animism means that people practice with spirits or some kind of spiritual thing in the world. As I was growing up, I know that there was a spiritual world. I know that there was a power out there that can perform signs and wonders in the life of many Thai people in our generation here. But one day, I have a chance to go to the Bible study and learn about Jesus. I was not a believer yet. I was not a Christian. But what really impressed me after I learned the Bible is that, number one, God is love. And number two, when I learned that Jesus was raised from the dead, and at that time I was an intern, I was just graduating from medical school, to me, a person who died on the cross, get nailed, get stabbed on the side into the side of the body, when you put the spear into the side of the body, definitely the heart going to be punctured, and the blood going to come out into the lung cavity. And no question at all, from the medical point of view, that man would die from that spear puncture into the heart. And he was put in a tomb for three days. As a medical doctor, to have somebody raised from the dead after three days in the tomb definitely was a miracle. So when I learned the story about the love of Jesus, and one day I read the history of the Jewish country, 
uh, Israel and find out that the resurrection of Jesus Christ was not a fairy tale, but it was a real historical event that happened that split or separate the AD and the BC. It was such a powerful event of the world history that a man named Jesus, who called himself the Son of God, who claimed that if you believe in him, you shall have eternal life. And he died on the cross and was raised from the dead on the third day. That really impressed me. And I gave my life to him after I studied about his resurrection. And since then, I have experienced the power of resurrection that Paul was talking about. So the Easter or the Resurrection Sunday is the Sunday that Christians proclaim to the world that our God is the living God. Jesus, the Son of the living God, our Savior and Lord, has not been in the tomb anymore. He is on the right hand of the Father. It proclaimed that we are not just believing in religious philosophy, but we are believing in the living God who is still powerful, who still live and still do the work that man needs from him. So that is a comforting feeling that I am following the living God. And today, I would like to share with you about the power of resurrection that have impacted believers and people who come to know Jesus all over the world. I would like to share about three things about the power of the resurrection. Again, Paul said, I may know him, mean Jesus, and the power of his resurrection. It took such a great power to raise a person from the dead after being in the tomb for three days. In the medical field, we could not do that. You have to pump the heart, get the oxygen into the brain, and try to get a person back in five minutes. After five minutes, it's too late. The brain death is going to be brain death forever. But to raise somebody up after three days being in a tomb, that is a miracle. And that power is for everyone who put his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul wrote in the Bible, he said, I pray that you may know in Ephesians chapter 1, 19 to 20, what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. That power is available for all the believers according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. The word power here is mentioned in the New Testament 57 times. That we should know that great exceeding power that he exerted on Jesus when he raised Jesus from the dead. That word power in the Greek language is dunamis, which is dynamite in English. God gave us a dynamite power to live on earth here. He gave us victory. He gave us power to overcome so many problems in our life. And the first one I would like to talk about is that the power of resurrection can cancel your past mistake and past failure. The power of Christ's resurrection can eradicate, can eliminate, can wipe out, can block, blot out, can 
get rid of all of your past mistake, past sins, and past failure in your life. How many people have this experience that you have been halfway through a project and suddenly you thought, "I wish I could start over again." That's happened to my life before I become a believer. I make so many mistakes. I did so many bad things. I offended my girlfriend. So many things. Pastor Da was my girlfriend at that time. I did not know Jesus yet. I make so many mistakes, but I did not have power to overcome and to come out from those mistakes, from those failures and the regret and the setbacks in my life. So I feel that I was a um, victim of my past. I was dwelling in my past mistake, and that past mistake and failure really impact my future and my present time, because I keep dwelling in the past mistake and in the past regret and failure. A lot of time, people live in that dwell in that past mistake. They could not overcome. They cannot get out from the past. I want to tell you the good news right now that you don't have to be tortured by your past. Bad memory anymore. You can have overcoming spirit because the power of resurrection can wipe out all of your past mistake. You don't have to remember them anymore. You don't have to think about it anymore. It's not just about denial or say, "Oh, it never happened." Yes, it happened, but it wiped out all the past mistake, past failure, and past sin. God say that you don't need to punish yourself. God say that you don't have to pay the price for those mistakes any longer. In the book of Colossians, chapter two, verse fourteen, the Bible say, "Having cancelled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed us, He took it away, nailing it to the cross." The Bible say that God tear the IOU. He get rid of the payment that we have to do because we have make some mistake. Have you ever get a fine when you drive too fast? You get a ticket. You have to pay for your ticket. Is that right? You get a fine, but suddenly somebody call you up and say, "You can tear that away. You don't have to pay. I pay for you already." That is what happening. Jesus pay for us. He said that he cancel the fine. He cancel all the payment that we have to pay for our past mistake. We all have made mistake. Is that right? Everyone make mistake. I make mistake. In fact, the word sin in the Bible is an archery term. When you try to shoot an arrow to the bull eyes, and that arrow miss the target, miss the bull eye, because it miss the target or miss the mark. What does it mean, sin? Sin means that we miss the mark. The Bible call all the people in the world fallen short of God's standard. Every one of us fall short of God's perfect standard. We make some mistake in our life, and we continue to make mistake. But the Bible say that when we come to Him, believe in Him, repent of our sin, and ask Him for forgiveness, He has the power to erase, to wipe out, to Wash away to blot it off and never, never remember it anymore. The Bible said that Jesus did not come to condemn the world, 
but he come to cancel our mistake. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 34. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. When you give your life to Jesus and one day you go to heaven and you talk to him, Jesus, you remember the mistake I made on April 20th, year 2014. Jesus would say, what? What are you talking about? What sin are you talking about? I remember no more. It's out of my book. So as Jesus does not remember our sin when we confess and when we repent, should we remember those? Should we remember the sin of other people that they have repented? Should we keep mentioning about it? Should we keep talking about it? God say, I remember it no more. God throw it into the deepest of the ocean and put the sign, no fishing. Don't get it back. I remember no more. No fishing it back. It's in the bottom of the ocean right now. Jesus did not come to condemn but he come to save us. Amen? Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. On the cross, Jesus said one last sentence. He said, it is finished. The word it is finished in the Greek language means paid in full. Do you like that? Paid in full. Somebody take you to buy a car and say, I'm going to buy a car for you and I'm going to pay in full for you. You will be smiling and happy. Somebody buy a car for me. Jesus paid everything in full. All of your bills, all the things you have to pay, he paid in full. Let me ask this question. How many of you remember the bills that you have already paid in full five years ago? I don't remember. I don't even remember the electric bill of last month that I paid in full. How much is that? I don't remember. And many times when we pay the bill in full, we just put on the ground and we stamp on it. Done. Throw in the garbage can. I already paid in full. That is what Jesus did for us. He paid all the mistakes we make. All the wages, all the price we have to pay that we make mistakes and failure in the past in full. And that is the good news of Resurrection Sunday. He has the power to wipe out all those things. We don't have to remember those bills anymore. Amen? Amen. Everyone say paid in full. Everyone say power to wipe out my past. I can start over again today. Every day you can start over again. You don't need to look to the past anymore. The second thing that the power of resurrection has done for us is to conquer our problems. The fact of life is every person in the earth has problem. You have problem, I have problem. And if you tell me you have no problem, may I check your pulse on here? Those who don't have problem are in the cemetery. They died. Any human being who's still alive has some problem. Is that right? We face some problem every day. 
In the traffic jam, maybe somebody cut in front of you, and then you want to just put the finger up or something. You just get mad. You got some problem every day. Maybe your boss yell at you. Maybe some of the people around you just offend you and cheat you. You got problem. A guy climbed up a cliff. While he was climbing up, he fell off the cliff, and he put his hand and grabbed on the ledger. He looked down. Wow, 500 feet below, 1,000 feet above. And he began to look around and cry out to God, "God, if you are real, could you please help me? I need to get out of this." And he heard the audible voice from heaven, "Son, I will help you. Let go of your hand, and I will catch you." He heard that voice. He stopped and be quiet for a while, and he say, "Anyone else <laughs> up there to help? Could you throw a rope for me? God has power to help you." In every circumstance, if he can raise Jesus from the dead, your problem is a piece of cake. He can help you. Amen. Amen. I notice as a doctor, a lot of people have to take amitriptyline, Prozac, Trazodone. They could not sleep. They look exhausted. They look tired all the time. As a doctor, I watch my patient. I learn one thing that the reason people are so tired and depressed and Very uh, lack of sleep because they try to solve the problem by their own strength. They try to deal with their own problem by their own ability and their own strength. That's why they could not sleep and they have to take antidepressant. The Bible says in the Book of Romans, chapter eight, verses thirty-five and thirty-seven, "Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword?" Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Everyone say conquerors. The Bible says we are more than conquerors. The one who overcome by gaining control. We are the super conquerors by the power of resurrection. Amen. You may say that my situation is out of control. It's not true. Because your God has the power of resurrection in your life, and He can help you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah! No matter how dark the situation in your life is, His light is stronger than the darkness in your life. No matter how hopeless your situation is, His power is greater than your hopeless situation. I just experienced this just before I left for my mission trip to Europe. In fact, the pastor in Europe emailed me, and she said that, "Do you know that Lufthansa has a strike, and the strike will last until Friday the fourth of April, and your flight is on the third of April." When I heard that, my flesh a little bit worry. Am I going to get to Frankfurt because the flight was cancelled? But I just try to be calm and say, "The power of resurrection going to help me this time." So I just stay calm and I didn't try to be upset or lose sleep. Normally, I do not pick up my cell phone in my medical office when I see my patient because I'm busy. Every 15 minutes, patient show up, and especially when the phone come up with the unknown number, I don't pick it up because I'm concerned that somebody want to sell me something. So, by the power of God, that day I just walk back into my office room after I talk to my patient. My cell phone rang, and I saw. Unknown number. Normally, I would not pick it up in my office time, 
But the Holy Spirit told me, pick it up right now. So I swipe my iPhone and I listen. It's a German voice. Hello, danke schön. <laughs> Guten Morgen. Your flight was canceled. But we put four of you in Iceland airline. You're going to get there. Out of hundreds of people, they chose us, four of us, to go to Frankfurt the next day. Oh, praise God. He is a God who can conquer the problem in my life. Not only that, when I walk into the Iceland airline plane, I walk in, I was shocked because I was sitting in the economy comfort. I was upgraded from the regular economy. And on the way from Iceland to Frankfurt, I was sitting in the just back of the business class, like actually the seat of business class. I and Pastor Dan and Pastor Sam and Joy look at each other's face and say, "Wow!" Not only the flight was canceled, we got the flight, but we got promoted to higher level. We can eat all kind of wine and food, but we did not eat wine. I don't want to get drunk. So, but we have the best seat. But we pay only economy class. Is God good? He can conquer. We are more than conquerors. Amen? In this trip, oh, I tell you, I can see the power of resurrection in this trip. We went to London, and we have a small room there, hair salon place. 38 people show up, pack the room. And I did not know them. They did not know me because I'm so new in London. After I shared the message, the Holy Spirit started to move. One lady told us that she was growing up with demons and she heard the voice in her ear all the time since she was a young girl. And she went to many churches in England, but no one could help her. Two years ago, she said that she dreamed and see my face and passed our face. God told her that one day I'm going to send this couple to London to help you. And I did not plan to go to London at the beginning. I went there suddenly, while we were praying, demon come out of her. The power of resurrection, get rid of demons out of her. She was totally healed. And she looked so different when she opened her eyes at the end. In the same meeting, there was an English woman. She was sitting there. She has been taking antidepressant for many years. She looked so depressed. And she almost walked out while I was sharing. The owner of the salon said that this lady could not work. She was depressed, could not sleep. While the power of God was moving, she got touched by God. She was laughing. This morning, I woke up at 5.30 a.m. I got the Skype from London. The lady was eating lunch with my friend in London, and she stopped taking antidepressant, and she totally healed from depression. Amen. There is no problem that God cannot fix. There's no problem. The power of resurrection can fix the problem of people. Amen? That's the second thing that the power of God can help. The power of resurrection, wipe out all of your past. You can start over every day. You don't have to live in guilt and condemnation. You don't have to worry about the past. You can start over every single day. Number two, whatever problem you face, God can help you. Amen? If God can get the uh, seat for me to go to Europe, He can help you any problem in your life. Amen? Amen. 
The third one, the power that can change your personality. I believe that many of you have been tired of your certain character weaknesses. Some of you may not be able to overcome your being late all the time. Everywhere you go, you're late. Some of you may have a problem with worry too much, or never stay on diet. You try to control diet, but when you get to the food, mm, just keep eating. You can never be on diet. We work to control your weight. Some of you are not able to control your mouth. You blow up and you talk very negative. You have a problem with character. Or you, some of you are always depressed, cannot smile, cannot be happy. Some of you are short-tempered and easily angry. But I want to let you know, the power of resurrection can change you to be like Christ, to change your character, to change your personality, to become more and more like Christ. What do you need to do? Two steps. The first step is to enter into a new life. By accepting Jesus Christ into your life, the Bible says that when you receive Jesus, you become a new creation, creature. The new things come into you. New spirit, new nature, new position, new destiny, new future. Everything is new to you when you accept Jesus Christ into your life. And after you do that, then the Holy Spirit, the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead 2,000 years ago, will come into your life. And that same Spirit will begin to work in you and change you to renew your mind, to become a new person and give you the character of God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, godliness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Before, you may be short-tempered. Now, you are at peace. Because the Holy Spirit, the power of resurrection, work in you to be at peace. Before, you were depressed. You were crying all the time. You could not sleep. But the power of resurrection gives you joy. I just went to Germany. I saw some German men. This German men is about this tall. When I lay hand on them, I have to a little bit kind of on my tiptoe <laughs> like this. When they first came to the meeting, they will all look very stern, look very mean to me. I wave my hand to them. They look at me. Who is this guy? Who is this Asian guy? Wave hand to me. Within only two services, God touched them. The power of God touched them. One man who's so tall, he fell under the power. He laughed in the Holy Ghost. He got up and he smiled and laughed and happy and come and hug me and lift me up. And he said, I love you, I love you. I love you in German. God changed him in only one weekend to become a very happy man, positive, get excited. Amen. God can change people. There was one lady. She came into the meeting. She looked so depressed. And I did not know much about her at the beginning. She came into the room. And after we finished worshiping, I walked to that row of the attendants, the, the people who came to the camp in Switzerland. 
When I walk to her, she get up from the chair and she want to run away from me. And I know right away demons are in her because demon doesn't like me. So I grab her shirt. <laughs> you cannot run away from me. I grab her shirt. Suddenly, demon come out from her. The power of resurrection that is in me touch her. The demon come out, and the demon even say, "I'm gonna kill you." I say, "No, I'm not afraid of you." And the demon say, "I'm not gonna go out." No, you have to go out. They went out, and at the end, she told me that she has been living in anger and depression for many years. When she was a young girl, her mom pushed her into the water to kill her. Try to kill her. Her mom has a short temper problem. And when she got married and have a, a, some children, she said that every time the children did something wrong, she got so mad and she heard the voice in her mind, choke the neck and kill these kids. So this generational curse has gone down into her. She told me that when she was a teenager, she was so mad at her mom and her dad. She did not feel love, so she took poison and wanted to kill herself. When she woke up, she did not die. When she woke up from being affected by the poison, she felt like something, thousands of spirit move into her body, and since then. Like a box, yeah. She said, like a box move into her body. The evil spirit came in, and since then she got into trouble. But the power of resurrection. Last weekend, this lady was set free. Amen. She became a new woman. She became a new woman at the end of the camp. Amen. Hallelujah. I was sitting there. There was one American woman who lived in Switzerland. Came to the meeting. She was sitting there. She looked so depressed, and she wait until the meeting is done, and she came to me, Pastor. I live in Switzerland. I'm from America. I have been depressed. I want to give up my faith. I could not sleep for many years. I'm so depressed. I look at her. Oh God. Okay. This is a tough case. I don't know her. She doesn't know me. So I just have to depend on the power of resurrection. I say, Could you please sit down? And I lay hand on her head. Suddenly, she laughed in the Holy Spirit, and she was smiling. And I heard that she was here already. She got back to sleep. The depression was gone because the power of the Holy Spirit can change your character, can change you to become more joyful, more happy, more gentle. Amen. You can see that. There's so many benefits of depending on the power of resurrection. As Christians, that power is available to us if we just walk by faith. If we just trust God that that power can work in our life every single day to wipe out the past mistake, to help us to overcome the problem in our life every single day. We are more than the conquerors, and not only that, that power can change our character to be more godly, to be more gentle, loving, joyful, to be more kind to people. God can change us by His power. Christianity is not just about believing in religion or believing in philosophy of religion, but Christianity is about having relationship with the true living God. Who has the power to help us? Amen? Amen. The big enemy for your life is not that you don't want to walk with God. I think the biggest enemy in our life is the word 
procrastination. Maybe one of these days I will believe in Jesus. One of these days I will experience this power. Maybe because you are living in fear, you are not certain if you become a Christian, what can happen to you? Maybe because of the pride, you say I'm gonna try to help myself for a few more years. Maybe one of these days I'm gonna become a Christian. Procrastination, and I know that it's hard. To start the Christian life, the rocket scientists know very well that the most energy that is used for a rocket to get out to the orbit, but after the rocket hit the orbit, it's easy to keep going. I know that it's not easy to accept Jesus Christ. It's not easy to just get rid of that procrastination and say, "Today, I'm going to make a decision to believe in Jesus." Today. I want to walk with God, and I'm gonna get on with the Lord, and believe Him. Go to church and walk with God, and depend on the power of resurrection. I know it's not easy because of procrastination. One of these days, I want to encourage you today: don't procrastinate anymore. Don't be like Pharaoh. You know, when I read this story about Pharaoh. I want to make a movie name. One more night with the frogs. Let me read the story. God sent the plague into Egypt, and one of the plagues was that frogs all over the place. And I believe that the frogs were on his bed too. I believe that the Pharaoh's wife or the queen must have come to Pharaoh and say, "Honey, Pharaoh, could you please talk to Moses and?" Ask him to pray to God right now to get rid of all this frog from my my bed on my my closet, please. Could you please talk to Moses? And Moses said to Pharaoh, "Accept the honor of saying, 'When I shall intercede for you, for your servant and for your people, to destroy the frogs from you and your houses, that they may remain in the river only.'" So he said, "This is what Pharaoh said: Tomorrow, tomorrow, another night with the frog." A good movie to make, and he said, "Let it be according to your word, that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God." Please don't be like Pharaoh. Don't procrastinate. This Resurrection Sunday, I would like to encourage all of you to make a decision to come to God, give your life to Jesus, confess your sin, ask Him to forgive you, start your life with God, and from now on. You're gonna walk in the newness of life, that you're gonna see the power of resurrection working in you, like what happened to me. I give you just only a few example in my trip. Actually, I see so many miracles in this trip happen again and again in front of my eyes. God power to change people's life. In fact, I have another story. One of the pastor in Europe, this couple had two sons, and. The sons already completely backslid. Did not want to go to church. Did not want to do anything with God. So the pastor could not do much because the son already go up to be young adult. And in the camp, we pray that the power of God would do something to bring back these two sons to God. I came back 48 hours later. I got the email from the pastor. I want to tell you the good news, Pastor Lau. My two sons came to me and said, "I want to have Bible study, and from today on, we're going to go to church every Sunday." She didn't do anything. God's power just worked in the heart of these two sons who backslid. 
and now come back to God. Amen. Should we live like that? Depend on the power of resurrection. Should we trust God that God can do miracles, signs and wonders in our life? Amen. Hallelujah. How many people say I want to have that experience with the power of resurrection? How many people say from now on I want to walk with Jesus? That power is available to you. Amen. Why don't you follow my prayer to invite that power to work in your life? Follow my prayer, Father in heaven. I learned today that Christ is alive. You raised him up, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that power is available to me to cancel the past. To conquer the problem and to change my personality, to give me a new life. Today, Lord, I don't want to procrastinate anymore. I don't want to be like Pharaoh. To say tomorrow, today is the day of my salvation. Today is the beginning day. Of experiencing the power of resurrection, oh Lord Jesus, come into my life. I invite you to come in with your spirit, with your power. That from now on, I may know you more, and I will know your power of resurrection. I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive my past, my mistakes. Oh Lord Jesus, from today on, I declare that I will be more than conqueror in Christ Jesus. Your Holy Spirit will work in me to become more like Christ. Change my character, Lord. Overcome the problems for me, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Before we close the service, is there anyone in this room who are facing a problem that you feel like impossible? It looks so hopeless to you. Why don't we stand together? That that problem will turn around to be a blessing. If you are those people, could you please stand up? We're gonna pray for the situation in your life together. Stand up. We're gonna pray together. Believe God for the miracles in your life. Amen. Maybe health, maybe financial problem, maybe looking for a job. You just get laid off. You need a job. Maybe some debt that you need to pay off. If you have problem, you need God to help you. Just believe God together. Oh Father, thank you so much for answering our prayer. We believe, Lord, that there is nothing impossible with you. You have great power that you have shown to Moses, to Joshua, to King David. Even that giant that King David faced. Can be knocked down by the stone. That big wall of Jericho 
came down because of the power of God. Lord, there is nothing. There's no problem, no darkness, no situation in our life that you cannot fix for us, Lord. We, as your children, come to you right now and ask for the miracle that the power of God will fix the problem in our life in a supernatural way, Lord. We declare victory. We declare that we will be above the problem. We will sit above the problem. We will be like the eagle that fly above the storm of life, Lord. Oh, Lord, we command this mountain in these people's life to be thrown into the sea. And you are the Lord of restoration, the God of the lost and foul. You shall restore the years that the locusts have eaten in their life. And you shall give them victory, Lord. After this Sunday, they're going to start to see the situation change. Like what happened in Europe, Lord. To those people that came to you in the camp in Europe, Father. We thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming to the church today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We hope this message has brought you joy and peace this Easter celebration. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. Happy Easter. The Lord gave us Jesus Christ. I'm gonna praise His name till the stars fall from the sky. Nails and his flesh.